When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming out of COVID, there was an increase in demand because people were driving again. When there was no demand, the prices dropped. That is a basic law of economics. The prices dropped. I have to say, Madam Secretary, with all due respect, your answers are insulting. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yep, I'd agree, Josh. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA. It's Friday, I'm Sean. It's Friday. I can't stand it when people say it's Friday. High five. It's it's Friday. The people that say it's Friday are the same people that you know on Sunday are like it's Sunday fun day, and I can't stand either. I, I just I, I I'm more honest about things these days, and both statements make me cringe. It's Friday, and soon it'll be Sunday fun day. Just like that stinking Bangles song. Was that the Bangles? Well, it's Manic Monday, actually. Oh, well, you know. Right. But it's Sunday fun day's in there, right? Right. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. You know, I wanted to talk about, at some point, we're going to talk about this sexual harassment case that involves motorboat, I can't say it, motor, motor boating. Motor boating. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go into in the this? military? Are right? you going into a description of what what the phrase well, means? Well, I, I no, I well, was AKA precisely. Right. And or I, you know, <laughs> some some people call that the Brumsky. But uh, the what? The Brumsky. What's that mean? Well, the Brumsky. Know, yeah. Who's Brumsky? That's just something I've heard it called before. The Brumsky. Yeah. I've never heard that. I don't know who this Brumsky guy is. Was he the first dude to do it? Is that what it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the noise. We of... pay homage to the great Brumsky. It was the first to go. Brumsky. <laughs> Did he have a bum? Um, <laughs> point being that I was I didn't hear about the story till I heard Ware talking about it, and I was going to look it up, but I'm afraid to put motorboating into the uh, search uh, of my com- my work computer. Yeah. Because you know you the bosses are coming. Well, really I don't want to get in, you know because <laughs> I don't, I'm afraid of what might come up. Just be sure and put in before that news. News and then that way it's for work. Yeah. Yeah, but w- w- you know, show Pornhub's going to come up, and you know, there's going to be some dude with his face between, you know. Yeah. But so. just type in "show prep motorboating," see what happens. Oh, that'll work. Yeah. yeah. There'll be some guy on stage with his uh, with his uh, face between somebody's it's news story <laughs> show prep. You know, Sean Rima show, then motorboat. Both of you sound like you've done this before. Like hey, you, you know what, yeah, Sean? It's it's not like we haven't had to deal with a lot of this, you know, legalese before. Right. I'm just know. saying. Okay. You have to make sure that all these bridges are crossed before <laughs> you get to your final destination. <laughs> T's crossed, I's dotted. You know, Sean Google searching news story about motorboating. They use that computer on the weekend. There's probably worse stuff in the search Good history. God. You know, you're probably right. It's always got kind of a slick on it when I come in here on Monday. Yeah, no, that's and... nasty. I'm kidding. Um, 210-599-5555. You also have a slick on you when you come in here on Monday. That's medical. That's medical. My slick is medical, baby. Yeah. Okay, whatever. It's Friday, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, Alexandria, Orifice, Ocasio, Alexandria, Ostrich, Casio, Castro. Okay, she's been she's engaged now right. to the guy that looks like Ginger Sasquatch. He, he just He's just this big, stupid, red-looking dude. Not that there's anything wrong with being red and freckly. I, she's engaged to be married, and if I was married to her for 48 seconds, I, I think I would shove butter knives in my ears. I, I would, it, I, how could you, anyone, is he deaf? Do we know if he has hearing issues? Could you imagine well, listening to her second. yammering hold 24 on. hours a day about herself? You're suggesting that the only... <laughs> what? 
God, yeah, she ain't too hard know, on the eyes, well, but man, know, her the, voice. I guess, but you know, you're it's suggesting here what? that the only reason that relationship could possibly work is if the man has some type of hearing impairment. Well, that's what you're saying this morning. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, you're such a jerk. What the hell Have we seen wrong? him doing any sign language? Any signing? <laughs> well, one thing's for sure: he is a masochist. He obviously has a deep self-hatred. Because marrying her, holy crap. Could you imagine? Well, maybe he's just submissive. I don't know. <laughs> a bit. He's a bit submissive. I think so. I think he's a walking piece of Pillsbury dough. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure. Because chicks like that like easily pliable dudes. All right. How many hippie chicks like her, you know, they got to have uh, a seriously effeminate dudes that will do whatever they want. Do we know his history? Was he at one time a garbage disposal repairman? Like a, like a <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby, don't don't put your hand down there. Um, you know, well, that's, I, that's why she loves him. She says she let me tell you. Even being... though Elon keeps hitting on me, I have two hands because of this man right here, who stopped me. From this evil earth killing device that somebody, some Republican put in my sink. He can still put a ring on this finger because I still have it. I still have all my fingers thanks to this freckly dude standing next to me. You know, they put blades in those things. God, what a moron. I would. I'd scoop my own eyes out with a, with a with, you know, with a ice cream scoop, with something. I, I do, I, I, that was just too much to ask of anyone, man. Then especially if she started dancing. Oh, God, have you seen her? Have you seen the old videos of her dancing? Okay, when she dances, she looks like somebody who's just getting over constipation. She just does. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> like, ah, 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 ah. Ah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, I, and I hate the ABC coverage of this, because I heard that. That was the first damn thing I hear when I'm driving in. AOC is now engaged. They're going to her hometown in Puerto Rico. I'm like, what? <laughs> her family's hometown. Her family's hometown. It's not her her damn hometown. No, she's from New York. She's from New York, and they don't they don't like her in New York. And to be her and not be and to be so strongly disliked in New York, you got to really be dislikable. You, that's really a tough. one. to be that liberal, and they can't stand her in her own you know uh, her, her own constituents. <sighs> You ever, Forget about it. You ever stop to think maybe that's why they voted her in? Why? Like, what? You don't have to worry about seeing her around the neighborhood anymore. <laughs> Get her out of the freaking she neighborhood. Send her ass to D.C. complaining about everything. Get her out of here. She's so friggin' annoying. She was over here knocking on my door complaining about my A.C. unit. Get her the hell out of here. I'm killing the earth. So I suggested, why don't you run for Congress or something, knowing all? Then she did. Get your big ass out of the neighborhood. So I voted for her 300 times. <laughs> yeah, this is New York. <laughs> And she won. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I don't have to hear that voice. Went to Gives church. me nightmares. First time I went to church in 40 years. <laughs> Did the rosary 17 times. Now, Congressman AOC, go home and get your friggin' shine box. <laughs> What's a shine box? Is that racist? <laughs> All right. Uh, very obviously it's Friday and I just don't give a crap today. Uh, 210 Well, the news kind of sucks, too. Gas prices are up. Hey, it's Friday. Enjoy staying home this weekend. 210 We've got Esteban. Here's good Esteban. Esteban! Man, this woman who's all about... The press minorities, and she gets engaged to a big old gringo. <laughs> That's a gag right there, dude. Yeah, what's wrong, Alexandria? A man of color isn't good enough for you? You got to go with Freckles the Clown over here? I guess. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. She, just, she, you know, she married a honky. Gag. She married a honky, man. She I thought honkies were horrible. Huh? She's engaged to the most vile thing known a man, according to the progressives, and that's a big old white dude. You know, and I appreciate the call, Esteban. That's an excellent point. I didn't think about that. You know, if you ever get into a debate with that chick, like, like there's anything possible resembling a debate with that chick, 
Somebody, yeah, but you married a straight white male. What's wrong with you? Are you a racist? Well, and that's when she comes up with, well, that's why I'm entitled to, to criticize. <laughs> and I bet she does. <laughs> yeah. That's why he looks so stinking unhappy. Dude, were you drunk? All right, 210-599-5555. He lost a bet. He lost something. She gets that outstanding congressional insurance coverage. <sighs> I guess. Yeah. Put the pills down, dude. 210 not working for you. I wonder if he's one of those guys that woke up because, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I've experienced this, not this last time, but the first time when you wake up the next day and you look, see that ring on your finger and you go, ah, what did I do? You know, uh, that's, I bet that guy, except he's so meek, he's probably like, oh, holy crap. No. He turns over and he sees her. Oh, God. My life. What have I done to my life? I'm never gonna know another day of freedom. Anyway, two one zero five. Then he calls his mom and asks if he can move back into the basement. Mom, I married her. I married AOC. Can I come home, please? My room's still open. I'll make my bed. <laughs> Who are you texting? Anyway, uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Nobody, Alexandra. <laughs> nobody. I swear. <laughs> she doesn't even open her. You eyes. were texting somebody, weren't you? <laughs> right. Eyes are closed because she's evil. <laughs> How are you texting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm AOC. Tell me now, or face my wrath. Who's texting my mom? All right, I'll take care of mom. I'll take care of your mommy. She interferes a little too much. I want some eggs. <laughs> eggs and waffles, now! And don't forget to climb it. <laughs> yes, yes, Alexandria. Yes, baby, I'm going to go make you some eggs right now. There, 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 there are no cages. The, the chickens were raised, and there were free-range chickens, baby. They better, better be. Give you a green deal deal right upside your head. I could smell a cage. I'll put you in one. <laughs> All right, uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five. <laughs> so yes, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez oh, is God. now engaged. You are just a weird. To one of the most pathetic human beings, I think, to ever walk the face of the earth. Dude, we feel for you. Feels. Sad face emoji. 210-599-5555. Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, Aurora Cantu here. I was a runner, a news announcer in the 70s and 80s. And I'd like to congratulate KTSA on 100 great years. Newstalk 550 KTSA. Do I have to do the rest of the show, or can we just roll that first 20 minutes over and over again? My intestines hurt. See, I, if I laugh too hard, I might pop an intestine out my belly button. So, you know, i got to be careful. Laughing too hard. Ooh. We were talking about AOC getting engaged and, and the deep sympathy we feel for the gentleman who's made that choice in life. Uh, here's uh, Matt. How you doing, Matt? Well, he's definitely made a choice in life I don't think I would have made. I mean, granted, uh, she's not bad looking on the eyes, but, boy, the advice I would give him is watch out for those teeth, and I'll leave that alone. And uh, <laughs> Oh, also, God, it took me a second. No, <laughs> no, no. He needs to, and he needs to keep <laughs> the words, yes, dear, close to his lips. Tattoo it on your but, forehead so she just sees I, it all the I, time. I cannot, I cannot imagine the conversations in their bedroom. Just I don't want to. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> honey, Alexandria wants a back rub. I'm a little tired, honey. <laughs> Give me a back rub or it will get the hose again. <laughs> I want a back rub now and some waffles. Are you assuming my gender? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Thanks. <laughs> it will put the lotion on me or it will get the hose again. I hate my life. I can see their wedding day. Gonna, I do. Stop crying! <laughs> Stop crying! You know, I know what's wrong with you. Call bear. 
she just has those crazy, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, she just has those crazy freaking eyes, man. I'd like to put her and Amber Heard in a cage, like a cage fight, you know, I can just drop them both in a, you know, like, like I could do with roosters, you know what I mean, when they put the little blades on their, on their, on their feet. I want to drop Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Amber Heard in a, in a, in a rooster cage and just watch them tear each other apart, man. I think that'd be fun. There you go. We can make some bets. Well, maybe you could call Vince McMahon over at WWE and <laughs> line something up for the next pay-per-view. Well, you know, and if, uh, if, 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 if they get tired, so to get tired, we just, you know, <laughs> roll Ellen Barkin in some cornmeal and drop her in. <laughs> I just got the story on the Johnny. Well, we haven't talked about the big story of the day, had we? Johnny Depp and Amber, Ambu, Ambu Hood, Ambu, sweet little Ambu. And uh, Ellen Barkin, who, you know, hasn't had a TV appearance in quite a time. <laughs> She's 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 taking Amber's side. She's saying that he was controlling and jealous. Does Johnny Depp look like he can control anything? Do you know what I mean? Like, let alone a woman, you know? Does he look like... Because to me, Johnny Depp looks... I mean, I, he's certainly a wino, which he's, you know... He can control a buzz. He can... Well, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> but that's about it. Got a well-orchestrated buzz going on. Well, I mean, wait, you know... Because she's, Ellen Barkett said that if she was leaving, he would get angry and jealous and ask her where she's going. And I think she probably left out the other half of that. It's like, where are you going? Oh, there's a liquor store right down the street. Can you bring me back, a, bring me back some Chianti? <laughs> Ellen, I loved you in that Pacino movie. No. He just doesn't look like he can control anybody. So anyway, I think someone's a little bitter. I think Ellen's a little bitter, little bitter witter. Anyway, 2105. We have talked about nothing important so, thus far, uh, but it is Friday, so maybe we'll talk about something important next. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Sorry, I was going to wait for that part to... A part to pass into music. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, I just told you that. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Well, you know, now old Elon, he's been accused of sexual harassment or something. Sexual assault. Uh, a former uh, flight attendant, also known as a stewardess, uh, is claiming that uh, uh, in 2016 uh, he exposed himself to her, rubbed her leg, propositioned her, and uh, they claim that uh, she was paid $250,000 as part of a severance agreement in 2018. But a severance agreement is not the same as a as paying somebody off for sexual harassment. Um, this apparently took place on SpaceX's corporate jet, allegedly, or on one of them. I guess I forget. It's Elon. He's got many of them, right? He's got lots of private jets, man. It's also kind of bizarre. Um, she said, or she, the claim is that he also offered to give her a horse for an erotic massage. I bet that's the first time that's ever happened. I'm not saying it did happen. I'll give you my, give you my thoughts on this. But that, that's, I guess, you know, only a really stinking rich guy could do that, right? Hey, if you give my shoulders a little rub, I'll give you a horse. Do you know what I mean? Like, not, not you know, hey, nice dinner or a bottle of wine. A freaking horse. I'll give you a horse. Uh, Elon is essentially saying, well, no, you got to look at this through a political, political lens. There's a lot more to this story. Uh, obviously I'm being attacked. The attacks against me should be viewed through a political lens. This is their standard despicable playbook, but nothing will deter me from fighting for a good future and your right to free speech. I have a challenge to this liar who claims their friend saw me exposed. Describe just one thing, anything at all, scars, tattoos, that isn't known by the public. She won't be able to do so because it never happened. 
Before that, he tweeted, and for the record, these wild accusations are utterly untrue. But, you know, I'm kind of working that out in my mind, Chris, and I feel kind of weird and creepy that I'm trying to work that out in my mind. But if he exposed herself, himself, if he exposed himself, if she's saying he exposed himself, and he's like, well, tell me about my tattoos or scars, that means, you know, ouch. That would be a really painful tattoo to get. Just saying. They're going after him because he... He bought freaking Twitter, or he's trying to buy Twitter, and 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 that's what it is. They, they they're they're going to try to just destroy him because he also said he's going to vote Republican from now on. They hate his stinking Elon Musk guts, and and they're gonna. This is the this is just the beginning, but you know what? If 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 <laughs> I just saw what he's calling the scandal, elongate. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we get to use Elongate as a scandal name. It's kind of perfect. Laughing face emoji. You know, people don't just... How do I put this? People don't just wake up one day and sexually assault somebody just on a, as a one-off. You know, like, oh, I just feel like doing that today. It's a real doozy. You know what I mean? It's a pattern. It's something you do, you know, and I... If there is anything in this guy's past, he's the richest dude on planet stinking Earth. You don't think somebody would have come up with something by now, uh, uh, before, way before this? How many enemies do you think this guy has? Or people that just hate his stinking guts? He, way before buying Twitter. You know, it's not like he was beloved by a whole lot of people on the left. They hate rich people, unless, of course, they're the rich person. So I think you're probably going to hear a lot of accusations, and I'll be very surprised if any of them prove to be true. They just they want to take this guy out. But again, if there is any, it's like Trump, and we I used to say this about Trump. You know, once he started running, there were legions of people who were digging into that guy's past, and they found nothing. Very, they found the 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 hot mic thing, right? But, uh, you know, so I, if there's anything on this guy, it would have been found by now. And he sounds like he's, he's texting and tweeting like a guy, or tweeting rather, like a guy who already knows that. You know what I mean? You know what you're guilty of and what you're not. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Here's Charles. 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 Good morning. Hey, how, how are you? I'm just going to say this. This has gone too far. I mean, I'm going to tell you this. If I had a dollar for every woman that sexually harassed me or I sexually harassed in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, hell, I'd be richer than Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going to use a quote from the great Bob Seeger. I used her, she used me, but neither one cared. Wow. And, you know, this whole crowd is just beyond, you know, People used to play pranks on each other. And let me just say this. If a woman gets offensive, you know, I could say, hey, you know what? We In a previous life, I used to be a can-can dancer. And Joe Biden, he was a gunslinger, and he harassed me in 1861. But I, we came back to life. So I'm going to take him out, you know. Right. I'm going to charge him with sexual right. harassment. That is so stupid. But anyway, thank you for taking my All call. All right, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to expand upon this when I get back. Uh, 210-599-5555. I'm going to elongate the conversation, okay, coming up here in a few minutes. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware celebrating 100 years of service on Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Is everybody, is everybody having a good time? And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. So we're, we're talking about Elon Musk now. He's got a sexual harassment allegation. Oddly, you know, in this while he's in the process of buying Twitter. And oddly, while he's trying to figure out how many of these accounts are real or not. You know, in other words, were the folks at Twitter lying to their advertisers, lying to the government about how many uh, how many accounts they actually really have, or you know, are they bots? 
And they're going to try to destroy him, and that's, you know. But we, the guy that we, we just talked to had brought up, you know, well, hell, you know, it's on this business of sexual harassment, you know, uh, I was sexually harassed and she was sexually harassed out through the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and that's just how things were. And certainly things are much different now, obviously. And, uh, I, you know, of that, I've heard that before. And Bill Murray uh, is kind of going through his own little thing there with, allegations of doing something inappropriate on on set with a female co-star and he said well you know the times have changed and i guess i just didn't realize how things had changed and so that's kind of the argument you hear you know and i think things even though i think the whole hr trip you know and certainly not the woke stuff and i certainly don't think miss you know not using the right pronoun is sexual harassment Okay, that's ridiculous. But things are better now in this sense in the workplace because I've known a lot of women over the years who would tell me all kinds of stuff that would happen to them at work. Uh, where dudes are just being, you know, total jerks. And back in the day, you really had no one to go to. You know what I mean? If <laughs> if you need the job. And uh, somebody who has authority over you is is harassing you. There's not much you could have done back in those days. I know quite a few people who, have, especially in the early early days of the Me Too movement, before it was completely freaking co-opted by politics, who said, "Well, yeah, that stuff happened to me too. I didn't know what to do. I, was, I needed the job. I didn't want to get fired." And uh, so you know that that this that that's not that to me is an improvement that people who who do feel they're in a really tough situation and they're being harassed have some kind of avenue, some kind of uh, outlet to or, or to to have that stop and still keep their jobs. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Still, you know, things were different, and uh, I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday about this about how. Some of this has has just drifted into the absurd in that there's also a lot of stuff employers cannot say to employees. You know what I mean? Like, in a sense, in in the new world of wokeness and the extremities of the whole human resources movement, if you if you want to call it that, the employees kind of run the show now in a lot of different situations. You can't just outright fire anybody anymore because you got to come up with a paper trail. Right. Uh, you, you yell at them, yell at somebody at work because they're not doing their job or whatever. And, and, you know, you, you're going to be in trouble for it. You're going to get sued because you made somebody feel bad, created a hostile work environment. And of that, I think life was better when, you know, if you weren't doing your freaking job, the boss could freaking yell at you. <laughs> I had a couple of bosses yell at me when I, very early on. Some of the best, you know, some of the best things that ever happened to me was getting yelled at by a boss. Kind of woke my ass up to a work ethic, you know what I mean? Had a PD once told me, that you blank your life. I've told the story a million times on the air. Blow blank your life! Except to use the F-bomb. Nowadays, I'd sue him and be a millionaire, you know what I mean? But back then, it scared the crap out of me. He'd be working for you now. He'd be working for me now. But see, that, I think that's a little upside down. Right. I don't think people should be harassed at work, especially sexually. And that goes on, you know, when we were coming up, that went on all over the place. Yeah, you heard about it all the time. You did. So I think that's a good thing. But it's like everything else. It's gone to such an extreme now right. that an employee can complain about anything. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really the boss is kind of in the cro- crosshairs to... Either prove it is true or not true, make accommodation. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's yeah. a more complex process now. Anything? Any? Well, anything. Well, I'm gonna go talk to the boss about your Crocs. My Crocs. His Crocs are so loud and they clash with whatever else. He, it's a hostile work environment. Make me uncomfortable. I, you know, when I see his Crocs, I'm triggered. I'm triggered and I feel uncomfortable. I can't do my work. I need a safe space. I need a safe space from Sean's attire. <laughs> I like your attire today. I mean, I look, I, but I'll, 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 here's an example. I will, I'll, I'm not going to say who. Or this was years ago at another radio station in a, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. But I had a, a news person who was kind of, eh, 
and and she missed a news report, just wasn't there on the show. Right. And I got pissed off, and I yelled at her. And I got a she filed a hostile work environment complaint against me, and we had to go meet with the boss and have a little conversation as to what happened. I'm like, she, she missed a right. she missed a news report. I had to you know do it and pull it out of my butt on the air, you know, and and I got mad. So but, and that was kind of the beginning. That was like 20 years ago, but that was kind of the beginning. And 15 years ago, her body washed up on the shore. <laughs> Somewhere in Cuba. In Cuba. <laughs> I was working at a light rock station in Florida. and But anyway, so it, it, it's good that people aren't being sexually harassed, but, you know, it does go a little a little far in in, 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 in general complaints. Yeah. You know, and, and if, if not using the right pronoun is now going to get you in trouble, well, you know, might as well can my ass now because I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing the pronoun thing, man. I'm just not. Chris, that's disgusting what you were just doing. I saw you. I'm going to make a complaint. I'm going to talk to HR. That's disgusting. That's going to leave a mark. Yeah, but you liked it. Maybe. <laughs> we'll be back. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Uh, we cannot allow what happened on January the 6th to uh, go unpunished because it would invite something like that to happen again in the future. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. God. News Talk 550 KTSA, I'm Sean. Hi. That was Eric Holder. He should be in, in jail. Self-awareness level through the roof. Oh, yeah. Boy, he's just, he's deep, isn't he? I never liked that guy. Well, that's because you're a racist, Sean. Uh, News Talk 550 KTS. I already told you that. The phone lines are open 210-599-5585. It's Friday. <laughs> so Representative Joyce Beatty of uh, Ohio, the Congress being of the Congressional Black Caucus, was uh, was uh, at a press conference yesterday outside the Capitol in D.C. and uh, she's talking about uh, these people who this 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 Korean-owned hair salon in Dallas that were that was shot up the other night. And she says on Monday, three people in a Korean-owned hair salon in Dallas were gunned by yet another white supremacy replacement theorist. We are sick of the pipeline from racist rhetoric to racist violence. There's only one problem, you say. The gentleman who did the, did the shooting was a black dude. He was a black guy. But I guess black dudes can be white supremacists, too. Is, I guess so. Well, he might as well have been white. <laughs> anyway, they're, they're tripping over this white supremacist stuff, and you know, I, and I and I you know I said this earlier on Where and Ryman. I'm going to go into get into this again. Okay, your average liberal idiot, and I, if you're a, if you're an average liberal idiot and you're listening to this show, okay, yeah, I am sort of talking about you. Okay, I'm talking about you in what I'm about to say. <laughs> you you with your Beto sticker on your car. Like, that's impressive. All right. You, you guys are so race-obsessed. Oh, my God. You're just race. Especially white liberals. They're the freaking worst, man. And uh, you're so obsessed with race. You, you, you realize that that story that came ha- happened last week, we had the shootings, the horrific shootings in, in, in Buffalo, New York, certainly, but we also had the shootings at that Presbyterian church in California, largely populated by Taiwanese folks. The guy who did the shooting was a 68-year-old Chinese dude. Thankfully, I mean, the one person died, but they were able to subdue him, but you don't really hear about that story, do you? You're not really hearing much about it. Both Buffalo and the Presbyterian Church shooting were racist hate crimes. This guy went to that church because he hates Taiwanese people. Just as much as that freaking loser from, you know, New York hates black people, and I guess he hates Jews, too, and both were equally racist. 
and yet the Chinese guy story just went away. You're not hearing anything about that. You know why? Liberal idiots just don't know how to handle Asians. They just don't know where they fit into this whole racist uh, identity politics thing. They really just don't know. And I'm being serious. They don't know what how that fit. Now, if you're Biden, yeah, you, you don't want to piss off China because they own your ass, all right? But if you... But just your average liberal puke, I, you know, I really don't think they know wh- where to place the Asians in their in their their narrative of systemic racism. I, I really don't think they do, and I don't know why that is. If it's because quote unquote they all look the same, you know, I'm being honest with you. They don't know what to do with. They really don't. Because there's Chinese, there's Koreans, there's Vietnamese, there's Laotians, Taiwanese, uh, and uh, and I, it, it's just too complicated. It's too complicated for the simple liberal brain. I right, we we got to fight for Asian people too. Um, I'm fighting for black rights, especially if you're transgendered black. It's just Asians, Asian Americans, and Asians in general, are just way too complex and and complicated and and uh, mysterious to your average simple thinking liberal knuckle dragging weirdo. That, how's that make you feel? Two one zero. They're all really good at math. Two one zero. Well, you know these are the same people that want to reduce Asian populations in 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 certain universities because they they just outshine it. Is they're miles ahead of everybody else. And so if you're out there saying that, and I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this all from their perspective, from the perspective of your, 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 your typical liberal moron, okay? If your whole thing in, in education is you have to lower the standards because you have too many people excelling, and so you can't, you can't make black people and Hispanic people take tests because it's unfair, they've been oppressed, and treated wrongly, and so you know if you if you have them if 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 the if you use uh you know old school white standards for math and reading and history and all that stuff, well, there the people of color are automatically going to fail, and that's not fair except for those damn Asians. What do we do with the Asians? <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it, the Asian Americans just totally screw up their entire narrative. They really do. So they're not going to be out there front and center. Yeah, a, a Chinese man had hatred of Taiwanese people, and so he pulled out, you know. I And I don't understand. I thought Chinese and Taiwanese people were the same thing. <laughs> just say. Oh, who should I talk to here? What time is it? Tommy, Tommy, how you doing? Tommy, you there? Let me try it again. Can I try Tommy? There you is. Tommy, how you doing? Doing great. Thank you, Sean. Um, This is probably, I'm very happy because this is probably my fourth or fifth time calling in. I'm a a full-time musician professionally as hard as it can be in a city like San Antonio, Texas. I'm a piano player, singer, director. My stage name is T. Ray, which is short for Tommy Ray. So when I call in and you guys have time for me, I'll I'll use the name T. Ray because right. I'm a fan of yours. Well, thank you, man. Callers. I appreciate uh, that. A, a, and I'm a huge fan of yours. The uh, the uh, comment I have is on Eric Holder. Um, I don't know if it's going to get any of you guys uh, stirred up, but I actually support Eric Holder, and um, I'm hoping in 2024 – that he gets picked for uh, vice president by hopeful candidate Anthony Weiner, so the ticket can be Weiner Holder. Oh my God! All right, all right, all right, thanks for the comment. Boy, that was a long walk. <laughs> Jeez. The strange thing is, I didn't see it coming, man. I should have seen that one coming when he brought up Eric Holder. I think I've heard that one before. Haven't we heard that one before? The Wiener Holder ticket. There you go. This is a fine show today. Uh, 210-599-5555. Here's Pete. Pete, how you doing? 
you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I think I can explain why the liberals have such a hard time with the Chinese. Well, just Asians in general. They just don't seem to know right. what to do with them. Because they're successful. Because they have a strong family life. Because they are all the things they hate about white people. That's not bad. That's, I, I can kind of see that. Because they, 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 they're a minority in this country, right? And yeah. And, but, you know, the minorities in this country, according... If you pass it through the liberal prism or liberal lens, okay, they never measure up, do they? Okay, they, they can't come up with a photo ID to vote. Taking right. tests in school is too hard and it's patriarchal or whatever, uh, right. except for Asian Americans, you know, who yes. routinely have great education scores and, and, and efforts. So what do you do with them? They have parents that care right. and really push them to do good things. Right. Gee, something that used to be core to America at one time. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let's take a little break. We'll come back and uh, talk to some more folks on the phone on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> um, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. You're getting the sillies. I'm wearing a shirt with my wife's face all over it. It's got like my wife's face all over like 20 different times. I'm wearing a, a my, my shirt's got my wife's face on it all over the place. That shirt is serious. Yeah, you see, that's your name, Syria. It's serious. I, this is, a, and when I first got in here, Elaine Rodriguez, my executive producer, our executive producer, was in here and she just said one word, morphine. I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> I bought a lot of weird crap on it, just lying in the hospital bed, you know, with right. the, with the morphine drip going. Yeah. And the hydrocodone going. Right. Has it been two hours yet? You know, and then so. <laughs> This is one but of the items. <laughs> one of the items you ordered was the shirt with, with my wife's face all over it. Now I mean, that what this is the this is the first time that you and I have worked. You know, nine years, nearly nine years that we've been together. Right. And this is the first time I don't mind looking at you. I <laughs> see how you are. Right. She's pretty. I got a pretty wife. Yeah, she's beautiful. But this is our relationship. You know, you get a little morphine in me, and I'm ordering a shirt to make her laugh. To make her laugh. All right. But man, you look at that dude that AOC's marrying. Ooh. That big freckly Sasquatch that she's marrying. That, does that guy not already look unhappy? This was announced yesterday that she's engaged now to an evil white guy, might I add. AOC and AOP. <laughs> AOP. <laughs> he's a knuckle dragon weirdo. He is. He, he but he, he just has this, he doesn't look like he's filled with joy. He, he, I, I, ever, I looked up a bunch of pictures of the guy. He never smiles. Look who he's with. I, I, I yeah. think he's his you think life. It's her is, fault that he doesn't smile. Is it? I think his life sucks. Uh, and but he, but he married her. Maybe she drugged to. him. No, they're not married yet. They're not married. Yet. Oh, that's right. They're engaged. They're engaged. It's going to happen. They're, but to, as far as her, it's already a done deal. He doesn't want to show he's now missing teeth. Right. Please don't hit me anymore, Alexandra. Peoples can tell that you're hitting me. He can't laugh. It'll burst the stitches. Burst the stitches from when she whacked him with a frying pan. <laughs> I'm not going to be ignored. I'm Boy. going to hit you with this heavy round thing that has a handle on it if you don't stop. You don't, it's a skillet, honey. It's called a skillet. A what? I have skills at beating people up <laughs> with big heavy things. <laughs> But if you you wouldn't even have a hand if you didn't if I didn't help you with the garbage display. Oh, shut up! Shut up! Shut your stinking pie hole! I didn't know what a garbage disposal was. We said earlier that she probably takes on some because I think she's pure evil. Chick like that'll ruin your life in about nineteen minutes, man. And I just wonder if she has like some demonic voice when she gets really pissed off. So the demonic, the demon voice comes out. Go make me some waffles. Run I have your mother in the cellar. Run me a bath. <laughs> Don't hit me, please, Oak Daddy. I said boysenberry. I imagine what he... Do you think he was one of those dudes that woke up the next day and 
saw that big expensive rock hanging off her knuckle and just went, what did I do? <laughs> I could still back out. I could still back out. I could still... No, you can't! I can read your thoughts! <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I can smell your fear. I can smell your fear! Whitey! You hockey piece of crap! Put you in a cage! You know? <laughs> That dude's gonna be saying, "What did I do to my life for the rest of his life?" He just is. I mean, I I couldn't be. I could you imagine her? I mean, I'm not saying she ain't okay looking. All right, she's got a big old caboose, but I'm just saying, <laughs> big old caboose. What the hell? But still, want? the price Come is just on. something. The price is just a little too high. You know what I mean? That's 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 just a little too expensive, man. Having to hear that voice every day of your life, you know. Probably why he doesn't talk because she'll respond. She'll respond. I, I was wondering earlier if he's not deaf. Have we seen him signing? Maybe he can't hear anything at all. Don is disgusted by me. Well, you know, but perhaps, perhaps she's a lovely woman to a high. Well, I don't know. A maybe she's mean, just. Maybe, maybe she's, she's a lot of fun. What, like in? Say, just say it, man. You mean like in in bed? You mean like maybe she? Well, that's you know that could help. But I'm saying in general, maybe she likes to go out and you know, do some skydiving or. Gardening or something that he enjoys as well. Let's go feed breakfast bars to hobos. <laughs> he can't be an extrovert. <laughs> oh, God. That's not what I was saying at all. So I can post about it. Me and him, whatever his name is, we just gave breakfast bars to hobos in New York. <laughs> Take a picture of me crying in his face. I'm going to go stand next to that homeless guy and look really upset. Take my picture. <laughs> yes, yeah, whatever you want, Alexander. Just don't hit me, please. People are watching. Shut up. <laughs> Take the damn picture. <laughs> I'm going to do some video now. Hold your hand steady. When we get home, I'm going to show you an insurrection. Hold the video camera steady. This is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and I'm standing next to a hobo who just pooped on my shoe. <laughs> this has got to stop. It's a no, clean off my shoe! Get the poop off my shoe! It's a fair market shoe! <laughs> Stripe it off! Hit pause! All right. 210 <laughs> Is the napkin you're using to clean off my shoe biodegradable? <laughs> Right, because you know what I mean? If they're like, live, once they're living together, you know, if they're not already. And if she finds a freaking trash bag that's not biodegradable, your life is just going to suck for the next two, three, two or three days. Well, honey, is this your hefty cinch sack? You're going to find yourself in it in about five minutes if you don't do something about it. Where did this lavender-smelling, earth-killing bag come from? <laughs> What's it doing in my house? <laughs> hey Mark, how you doing, man? Oh God, Mark. Hey, hey brother, love your show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I think this guy's a genius. Why? In what way? Well, think about it. If the meek inherit the earth, this dude is about to be king of the birthing people, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like he's got a front row ticket to the good life. I don't know. That's a pretty heavy well, price to pay, man. Well, no, not when you're super rich and you have a house in California and she oh. has a house in New York. I mean, well, there you go. Stuff just doesn't happen to work anytime she. Calls. I don't think she's gonna let him out of her sight though for very long. Nah, she'll make a purse out of him. She'll make a purse out of him, or she'll put a leash on him—an actual leash. All right, there oh, you go. Right. Let us just say a prayer for the dude, okay? Make a purse out of it. He's not only awkward, but he looks like Harry Styles on a bender, and he's just... Wait, I think I screwed that up. Who's the red-haired guy? Oh, Ed Sheeran. He looks like Ed she Sheeran, who Don said, like on a bender. Okay, 210. He's a big, awkward, freckly guy. She married a honky. 210-599-5585. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. 
Hey, yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's 1038. I'm Sean. The weekend's almost here. Mark the Van Kim and Robbins coming up next. I hadn't heard that Vangelis passed away until I heard uh, Don Morgan reporting on this. And most people would know Vangelis. He was a, a electronic composer, essentially. I don't, I, I, he did everything on computers and, and uh, synthesizers and stuff like that. And uh, he uh, he's one of my favorites, actually. And most people would know him by the soundtrack, The Chariots of Fire, which became a big, big hit. Dang, 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 dang. You know, you remember it. Running in slow motion on the beach and stuff. Funny-looking British guys. Uh, but but I, the one thing that I remember him most for, and you, only you real nerds will remember this, is that he did the soundtrack to the original Blade Runner, which... I, I didn't. I when I heard about Vangelis passing, see, I'm always buying useless crap on Amazon. I've already bought like three different things today, just sitting here on Amazon. I'm making that Bezos Bezos guy rich, man. And now I don't have a copy of the Blade Runner soundtrack. The Blade Runner soundtrack, his music on that is just haunting. It's amazing, and it puts you right there in this dystopian, you know, urban landscape that is the world of Blade Runner. And so I'm going to order it on Amazon so I can listen to it in my car. I'm going to buy it on Amazon so I can listen to it in, well, my, in my car. You should have it on your doorstep in a day or, in a day or two. So when you drive well, to work Monday morning, that's what you can be listening I, I to. Think, uh, I think these guys, I think at Amazon, I think I have my own truck. I think that, you know, that one truck is just <laughs> devoted to me. Yeah, possible. Because I get crap really fast now. Yeah. I, it might be there by the time I get home. Mm-hmm. I think I get one truck devoted to me for all the useless crap I buy online. I bought a pulpit when I was in the hospital. <laughs> I bought a pulpit, an actual pulpit. You bought the pulpit. You bought uh, some ro- a robe too, right? I got some, some robes, some minister some priestly robes. robes. Yeah, I got those. They came to me from China or Taiwan or some damn place. Well, they weren't from the Vatican. They weren't from the Vatican. No, I got me. I, but uh, that's my favorite one. That's the weirdest thing I've ever bought. I think is I bought a pulpit. I haven't. I haven't put it together yet. I think I had the idea. That I was going to start preaching in my garage, but that might have been the morphine. I don't know. Right. But I bought a pulpit. Start your own garage church. And today, <laughs> you may be seated. Oh, sorry, no chairs. <laughs> Remain standing. Um, let's see. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. You guys so sad to hear about the passing of Vangelis, who was only seventy nine. Most people don't know his music at all. Right, but you know, *Chariots of Fire*. Of course, we all know that. *Chariots of Fire*. But and then you mentioned the the other movie that you were a fan of, and that just goes to show you how talented he was, because the two soundtracks have no resemblance whatsoever. They don't. They don't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> He's a very gifted musician. And composer. He was. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Didn't he do? Because he did. He did obviously more than uh, soundtracks. Uh, he did his own symphonies, basically, or you know, right. Yes, Opera Sauvage. I forgot about that one. We mentioned earlier. Oh my God! Albums he did with John Anderson from Yes. Right. Great, great records. But he did. Uh, it was actually actually Opera Sauvage. Uh, I've been listening to that since the eighties. That with nineteen seventy nine, he scored a documentary called Opera Sauvage. I'm not sure exactly what it's about, but uh, I used to listen to that cassette a hundred years ago. I thought it was Opera Sauvage. I'm really nerding out on the radio right now, ain't I? I'm nerding out. Happy birthday, George Strait. Couple of days late. Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. 210-599-5555. Um, at what point is your life going to stop as far as the gas prices? At what point, at what point does the gas become too expensive for you and your, your, your life just stops? I'm kind of curious. Because I've been saying for a while that with the gas, I mean they're they're recalibrating these pumps at gas stations across the country to handle a price more than ten dollars, which is unheard of. This has never happened before. Uh, we're looking at five and six dollar gas uh, at some point if things continue the way they are, which I don't really see why they would why they wouldn't. Um. You know, at what point does your does your life just stop? At what point are you not able 
to uh, to to live your life because I I believe that uh, I think I think the idea obviously in the nimble little brains of your average liberal pseudo intellectual is that somehow you got to make these silly rubes uh, start driving electric cars right and using renewable renewable energy sources none of which is anywhere near being standard or affordable. I think they're really grotesquely miscalculating this this whole trip. Because I think what what actually is going to happen is the country is just going to freaking stop. So uh, what does gas have to be for your life to just stop and to become untenable? You know, I mean, I'm I'm curious. Because between you know, I do all right between my wife and I, we do, we don't you know we're not rich, but we don't you know we we do pretty good. I feel pretty fortunate and blessed. But still, man, I I I, I had to put in another twenty bucks last night. I don't fill it. I, I gotta just fill it, but like, it, it just man, it's depressing because you fill your tank, and it's gone in a couple of days. Right. <laughs> well, I filled up my my truck. Right. It's outside here. I filled it up oh, last week, week before. Right. Well, last week, eighty five dollars. Ah, man, eighty five dollars. We're all gonna be driving. That's more than I paid for the truck. <laughs> We're all gonna be driving Flintstones cars. Right. With our bare feet, man. Just that didn't sound like a Flintstone car, but you know what I mean. Um, 210-599-5555. Here's Elvis. Elvis, how you doing? Elvis. Hey, oh, there you are. You? Our phones are kind of funky today. Time me in. Hit the button. Hey, uh, the only thing I don't understand is gas is already at the point of sale. How does it increase with the, any delivery? No delivery, but price still increases. I don't know. I don't know if it's supply, if it's a supply issue, if it's uh, uh, an issue of getting it to the gas stations. I don't know, because the gas itself hasn't changed any, right? Right, right. So you drive by in the morning; it's four dollars nineteen cents. You drive by three hours later; no delivery's been made, and it jumps ten cents to four twenty nine. How does that occur? Is it like a price of gold, price of silver? I, I don't know how that works specifically, to be honest with you. I just know that a lot, well, because I'll tell you why, because we're not producing nearly as much in this country as we were two and a half years ago when we were energy independent, energy independent. Biden, the Biden administration shut down many different operations of, of, that were resources or sources for our own, our own oil. So you know that that's had a major effect. We're importing practically every drop now. So we're sort of at the mercy of whoever the hell we're buying it from. But they make, profit without doing anything but changing the price yeah i know so but again it depends on who we're it yeah, depends on who we're getting nice. it from though i mean it depends on who we're, yeah saudi arabia's had our asses over a barrel for you know a long long time they can jack up the price as much as they want to and if we have no ability to really uh explore our own resources because it's been shut down or over regulated regulated they know they can charge any damn thing they want and and we'll pay it Right, it's just you know, flexing to me. No delivery, but price right. goes up. Right, I got, I got to run though. I always thanks for the call. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Hey, San Antonio, this is Dave Rios, KTSA class of 1985 through 1994, wishing KTSA a very happy one hundredth anniversary. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven nine. Sean, hi. How are you? Final few moments of the show. So whatever you're thinking, uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Dick Van Dyke. Okay, I saw, um, there, that was a story yesterday, and then we'll take a couple of calls here. Dick Van Dyke, he's 96. He's a 96-year-old dude, man. And he hasn't really been seen in about a year. He did, a, his girlfriend is a musician of some kind, and, and he did a, he did an appearance in her video where he does a little bit of dancing and singing. He's 96, man. His girlfriend is 50. He has a young girlfriend who is 50 years of age. Walking around. And he looks, I mean, he looks, he looks 96, but he looks all right. He kind of looks like the Unabomber, Unabomber in a sense, though. He looks like an older version of the Unabomber. He's got the beard going and the hair. But he's still out there kicking, kicking, man. And he's, he's still out there singing and doing all that, doing the stuff that he loves to do. 
I wonder if, like, when she's giving, giving him his meds, if he's like, Chim Chimmery, Chim Chimmeroo, Chim Chim Chiri. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was bad. <laughs> Here's Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Hey. I Although I am frustrated. Right? Yeah. Did you see the Fox report on um, the reporter following those three buses filled with uh, illegal Im- immigrants? Oh, I, 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 I don't know if I've seen that specific story, but... Uh seeing stories like that every day i mean this this was this is unbelievable they called the homeland security called police on the reporter for harassment (laughs) it's how ironic a a bus full of illegals right yeah and and the the reporter gets harassed by the police yeah at what at what point and this is a scary thing and this is a frustrating thing for me at what point I mean, what does it take for politicians to do something? This is illegal. You can't. Help they know what's going on. They don't want to do anything about it. I, it's it's, and that's that's what's scary because we're living through a situation where I never thought I would see this, where yeah. we actually have a president encouraging and flying people at taxpayers' expense on airplanes, illegal immigrants. Across the country, I, I thought you took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States. Well, we're dealing with Ameri- I know, but we're dealing with American politicians, and they don't oaths don't mean much to them. Dick Van Dyke is ninety six. Chim chimery, chim chimeroo, chim chim chimeroo. Some metamucil for me and whiskey for you. Go to sleep, Dick. I'm sorry. Uh, who else I talk to here, Chris? Who's interesting? Got Richard, Eric, or Charles? Eric, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, I was just uh, trying to answer the question. Um, I'm sure somebody could do it more eloquently, but uh, on that future, on that gas price going up, what they're, the powers that be have already, when the gas is delivered, it's 419, and then the caller said, you know, it goes up to... 420 an hour later they, they're they're already looking at the future deliveries as right. what's going on and so they're on the phone the powers of be say okay the next delivery we're going to have to pay the consumers going to have to pay for the next delivery so the price of the oil that's coming in from OPAC the powers of be are saying okay now it's x more dollars per barrel so let's change the sign right now so what you're paying for is that next you're paying for uh, future deliveries, right? You're, you, yeah, just like, just like when AT and T, you know, they give you a dividend every quarter, but they they collect your check every month. You mm-hmm. see, so it, it's kind of the same thing, right? So you're when it goes up, you're paying for like the truckloads that come in next week already. Right. Yeah, then, I uh, seem to remember because I were, I worked I've worked at six gas stations, so I, I seem to remember that. Yeah, we get yeah. the delivery like once a week or so. And so they got they got contracts, and the people at the store they don't know. They just get a call and say, "Hey, put up ten cents." Change the sign. Well, we just got we just got the delivery. And they're like, "Well, that, that's they don't educate them to say, hey, that's the delivery right. for next week.'" So it's kind of like a stock future, you know. Yeah, I got to run, man. I appreciate the call. It's just yeah, it's gonna get worse. I mean, I I, I have I, I forgot about that. I have worked in like six convenience store gas stations over the. Expanse of my celebrity radio career. And, you know, and you get, look at where we are now. This is true back then. And you have a gas station on one corner. You have a gas station across the street. And they also have to compete with each other, right? So if you're paying on the next, you're actually paying for the next delivery. You're, you're also trying to undercut the guy across the street. Or so if 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 one of you has to raise your price, it, it's you, then you get into a into a pricing war, if you will. I remember a couple times when I was working at a gas station, I'd have to change that price like two or three times in one night. But at what point does your life stop, man? I mean, whatever the factors are, and there are multiple factors as to why the gas is going up. But at what point does it just stop your life because you just can't pay anymore? I think that's a scary, but I don't want to leave you as a, on a bummer. <laughs> Going into the weekend, man.
But uh, uh, you know, it's 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 bad. It's it's a bad stitch. It really, really is. Um, we'll be back on Monday. It's going to be really, really hot this weekend, so be careful. If, be careful if you're out and about. Uh, and plus, because of the gas prices, you have a good time staying home this weekend. I'm actually going to be at that book festival thingy uh, tomorrow downtown uh, for several hours. My wife's got to do some volunteer work. And so I'll just be uh, rolling about the uh, the book festival, San Antonio book festival. So if you want to come on by and if you can find me, <laughs> I'll say hi. Maybe I, should I take a couple copies of my poetry book and like, 10 bucks, 10 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? 10 bucks. All right, five bucks. I got two more, five bucks. Why not? Why not, man? Yeah, you should. I think I will. I mean, you enjoy making a spectacle of yourself. I do. Opportune times, do it. Everybody needs a hobby. Right. Mine's making a spectacle of myself. <laughs> so maybe I will. <laughs> Grab a few books and take them with me, man. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys on Monday. Bye. Bye.